Well, rescue teams in Morocco are battling to reach people still trapped in the rubble following Friday's earthquake. Nearly two and a half thousand people are known to have died. Four nations, Britain, Spain, Qatar and the UAE, are now sending aid. The epicentre was to the south of Marrakesh along the high Atlas mountain range. The struggle to get through roads blocked by boulders has led some villagers to keep digging by hand. Well, we can now bring you live pictures from the city of Marrakesh. Now, these are of a blood donation centre, people waiting to give blood. You can see medical staff there uh, ready to take blood. Uh, there are thousands of people who have been injured in the earthquake, and we're hearing from doctors who are travelling to the remote areas to set up field hospitals. They say they are doing everything that they can. And of course, people in major cities like Marrakesh, which was impacted by that earthquake, um, have been waiting patiently in line. We've seen dozens of people queuing up to give blood. And you can see here the latest images from one of those centres. Well, our Middle East correspondent Tom Bateman is in the Atlas Mountains and he sent us this report. Dawn lights up the destruction in the village of Moulay Brahim. Morocco's most remote hillsides have become encampments of the survivors. Hakima has lost contact with her son, who fled the village, she says, to get help. She was already grieving. Her husband had been sick and died before the quake came. We are staying in the streets. I feel bad for my son. His dad passed away and I have to take care of him, says Hakima. People are here to help each other. The village's mosque, still standing, becomes a makeshift refuge. But in the morning we spent here, there were no signs of any official aid response. Hussein survived when his son freed him from the wreckage of their home. But his wife, Fatna, was killed. My wife, she stayed in the house. The ceiling came down and struck her. This comes from God, but thankfully, my son is safe, Hussein tells me. This is where homes once stood. Now people walk through a cascade of ruins. Recovery attempts across this remote region have been painfully slow. Well, so far, this clear-up is people having to do it by themselves. One of their neighbours at the top of the street here, the house was struck. A family of six was inside and five of them have been killed. Only the father has survived. But it feels like people barely even have time to grieve. You can see the humanitarian challenge that now remains. In another village, locals pull a body from the rubble. Spanish rescuers are on the ground there too, saying the destruction is absolute. Meanwhile, British rescue gear has arrived with a team of 60 specialists deployed from the UK. People are retrieving what they can from homes too damaged to live in. Morocco's survivors are now on the land with all they have left. 
Tom Bateman reporting there from the scene. Well, I'm now joined by Aicha Arden, the Director of Field Operations for the NGO, the Global Empowerment Mission. And she joins me from the small town of the Newt, just south of Marrakesh, while en route to Moulay Brahim, one of the worst hit areas. Thank you very much for joining us, Aicha. Just bring us up to date on your journey so far and where you're heading to. Now we are heading from the center of Marrakesh to Mola Ibrahim. Now we have just our very first stop in Tanahut Ta Ta uh, village. This is the first village that affected by the earthquake. And people are still on the streets, pavements, and they are all have no shelters here. And what are you trying to take to those people then as well as shelter then? Uh, yesterday, we just arrived here to recon and we uh, make our assessments. And yesterday, we make our very first local shop. And then we come here with the 10 kilos of food uh, boxes for each family. And uh, actually, we are now in the middle of the distribution right here. My team is just working over there to help victims. And do you have... And a... also... Yeah, sorry, please carry on. And also our teams in Turkey, Mersin, are trying to arrange our shipments, tents, a huge amount of tents from Turkey to here. And also our staff in America, in Poland or the other warehouses is just getting ready to pack and uh, import the staff, the humanitarian aid, the first relief to here. And many of your team helped out in the aftermath of the Turkey earthquake. Um, what kind of lessons have you learned from the way you responded there that you're using now in Morocco? Yes, unfortunately, I'm also a victim for the earthquake, which has happened in the 6th of February in Turkey. I served my people like nearly seven months. And I learned, uh, I know how they feel, because it's not just about losing your home. You lost your beloved ones. You don't have any time even for your grave. You don't have even cry for your loss. You are just chasing for just fresh water, fresh water, bread, to just to fulfill yourself. So it's so challenging. I know it's from my hometown. And now I know how to touch them. And I, have, I, I just come here to say uh, we know this pain and we know how to relieve and empower together. Thank you for sharing your personal story as well. And we're really sorry about what you and your country had to go through earlier this year. Now, as you look ahead to getting to some of the hardest hit areas, what are your biggest concerns? Do you think you have enough supplies? How long will they last uh, for the people that you're taking them to? Yes, exactly. Uh, the, the main problem is here is a shortage on the markets, but all our supplies from the all around our warehouses is coming to here. So I think we will be have a good operation here to start, to help all these people around Morocco. Okay, Aicha Aiden from the Global Empowerment Mission. Thank you for the moment. We will check in with you later in the day, hopefully, to see how your journey is going as you take much needed aid to hard to reach areas in Morocco.